Are your kids often sick? Are they having stomach upsets? Did you know that 70% of the body's immunity comes from the gut? Now, you can help them improve their health with Erciflora Kitty. The probiotic helps to strengthen gut immunity and helps restore gut balance. If you guys want to know more about Erciflora Kitty, you can visit their website www.erciflora.com slash en dash ph slash or their Facebook page www.facebook.com slash Erciflora Philippines. Dahil ang batang matatag hindi sakitin. Basta probiotics, Erciflora Kitty. Mahalagang paalala ang Erciflora Kitty ay hindi gamot at hindi dapat gamiting panggamot sa anumang uri ng sakit. Podcast Network Asia Happy New Year to all of you and welcome to another episode of Anything Goes with the Bonnies. So today, what are we talking about? Because it's a new year, we kind of felt like this topic is fitting. Yes, we're going to be talking about shifts. Shifts in mindset that we've had over the years, but especially last year. Yes, so this is significant to us because many things kind of like shifted for us in 2022. And maybe you could take the time to remember also in your life, no? Na meron ba kayong year na ganon? Na parang so many shifts happen. Have you had that in your life? Like, I think mine would have like the 25th year as that when I shifted. Because like from not having a relationship with God, I began having a relationship. So it's like completely redirected. That's so true. many things yeah, in my major. life. Yeah, So meron ka bang ganun? Yeah, 2009. I would say it was a huge shift in terms of career, in terms of our relationship. Very stressful year. But the good kind, very good stress. And yeah, the rest, the next 13 years of my life were heavily influenced and benefited from that year. Correct. So yeah, before we get ahead of ourselves and just talk about the topic that we have for the day, let us get into our regular segments, which we will begin with what we're into. What we're into. So what are you into right now? Oh, what I'm into, sweetheart. I just watched this series over the holidays and you saw me watching it. The English starring Emily Blunt. And I am so sorry. I don't know the name of the lead actor. He's a Native American, Indigenous American, Indigenous people from North America. And yeah, so it's a cowboy. It's a Western series, but I really liked it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You were watching me. I was telling you about it. The the colors are so bright. Makes you want to go to the States and go on a national park. I think the Mm -hmm. story was very... I liked it. It was compelling. She was, you know, an action hero. For me, because I don't mind female action heroes. Mm-hmm. I just want them to be believable, you know. And so she was very convincing, very believable. Also, there was a part where she seemed reckless. And I was like, why is she so reckless? But the story revealed that, oh, okay, on one hand, that was her personality. So, major consistent being reckless. And secondly, she was a person with nothing left to live for. And that's why she was being so reckless. But to me, the runaway winner was the lead actor. I've got to get his name. But he's a Native American nga, And he was just so compelling, so charismatic. And what was interesting was it was a, a Western, which is an American movie, an American genre or a series. An American series, but it was about a British girl and a Native American man. 
So there wasn't any white cowboy men as heroes. If you can imagine that. And at the end, at the final episode, it's like six or eight episodes. At the last, or ten, I don't know. On the last episode, it told the story of this connection, this interesting tidbit where how the very first shots or films of cowboys and Indians, you know, the way they were called before, was shot in Britain. So that the origin of the film genre Western actually came from Britain. And that's where they got that imagination. So there, that's what I'm into. Mm. What are you into? Cool. I'm into, well, ladies and gentlemen, we are fur parents. You're saying it. So oh, I'm wow. into dogs. We're, we're going public with it. Okay. Yeah, we are. Yes. I mean, <laughs> we do have a dog in the house. It was a gift. And I, of course, I had to get ready for it. Um, it's really mm-hmm. primarily mm-hmm. the boys who wanted the dog. So this is why I said yes to having the dog. And so pretty soon you guys are going to see him. He's a golden retriever. He's named Waffle. Yung kids yung nagname sa kanya. And why am I into it? Well, <laughs> wala ka namang choice. Yep, Pag may dumating yep. na living thing sa buhay mo, <laughs> you just have to, kahit halaman pa yan, tao o di kaya aso. It's either nurture it or You just have die. to... Right. And so I have no choice but to be into the whole thing. And I think you know me ha- yep. when I when I learn something new. And so that for those who have been following really, the really podcast, excited. imagine the way I would describe her with jump rope where all night, uh, every night uh, in the morning, she's watching videos about jump rope and she can't wait to practice it. And when she doesn't have anything to do with work or even if she does have work, she's going to work on that new passion project. That's how she is now with this dog. <laughs> yes. So basically, morning and night, I watch videos that help me mm-hmm. to understand how I could train the dog better, how I could treat the dog better. So, yeah. That is a massive is shift in our life. Actually, so massive because <laughs> golden red, pa, diba? Yeah. So hindi siya toy dog, hindi siya lap dog, but it's like an active, athletic yeah. Huge dog, and he's not yeah. even like an adult or grown. Less than six months old. Um, dog yet. Pero ang ano niya? Parang when we weighed him last yesterday, he's like nine point two kilos na. Wow. So imagine that. Um, we'll be talking about that more as we grow with Waffle more. But um, yeah, that's what I'm into right now. Yeah. Any tips that you guys might have for dogs, specifically golden retrievers? Most welcome right now. Yes. <laughs> Okay, so moving on, let's talk about our topic of the day. Let's go. Topic of the day. All right, we're talking about shifts in mindset, sweetheart. Yeah, and if you are on video and you're watching this and you notice that we shifted our position, it is because our mics weren't working. Kanina, masyadera than close. Yes, right? So we needed to be a little bit. Yes, <laughs> literal sparks dun sa audio namin. But anyway, moving on to our shift episode. Yeah, and these seven shifts that we're describing are mindset shifts. And we hope that they'll be helpful to Correct. you listening or watching this. Some of you maybe are hearing this and you're like, wow, glad you're finally here. This was obvious to me a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And we're glad to be here as well. Some of you maybe are wrestling with it or you might even recoil or push back on some of the things we're saying. That's great too, you know. It's just there for you to discern or to pray about or to listen to God as well. But for what it's worth, here they are, our shifts in mindset. All right. So what's going to be our first number? The first shift we've got is the shift from setting goals to developing the self. 
mm-hmm. or improving the self. And yes. that's come from, you know, often you start the year with goals, right? Like weight loss goals, financial goals, or even achievement goals. Like I wanted to learn a new sport, right? And these goals are great. But the reason for this shift for us, we've realized is that when you make a goal, the tendency that we've observed in ourselves is that after achieving that goal, it's like, well, you go down. So even with jump rope, right? Like I wanted to get to a hundred double unders. And when I, I didn't reach that goal, but when I got to <laughs> <laughs> but when I got to 75, it was like, yeah, I'm going to get there. And then I started jump rope after that. Mm-hmm. Because the goal became like a finish line, you know. Mm-hmm. And instead, when we focus on improving the self, what we have noticed is that it makes you extend your performance and your development beyond just that goal, beyond just that field. Yeah, actually, I have a vlog about this. So it's all about goals. I said that, why don't we think about self-setting over goal-keeping? What I mean by that is sometimes because we make a God out of our goals. Like we put a list out there in the beginning of the year and we are like so ruled by it that we forget the goal setter herself. Like so there's, you know, goal setting and who does that? Mm -hmm. Yourself. Like if you're the one who wrote that, who thought of that, who made plans for that. Ikaw yung goal setter. Yeah. Ikaw rin yung goal getter. Ang mahirap is nakafocus ka dun sa goal keeping, sa goal reaching, but the goal setter is being left behind. And you're not even asking yourself na, are you still okay? Is this goal worth it? Like, yeah. if you're losing so much over this goal, yeah. is it even worth it? Because if I lose the goal setter in the process, then parang what is the goal for? Yeah, which is actually, I think I'm prone to this. Uh, between oh, the we're both. I, I think this list is primarily because we're prone to being like extremely on one side. Yeah. So one example for those of us who've been, those of you who've been following us on the podcast, you know that I got into Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu last year. Mm-hmm. And then I stopped. A big reason why I stopped. It's, it's a great sport, super admirable, amazing community. That's what one thing I noticed this time around. Super friendly, supportive, kind, uh, uh, excellent community. But it just didn't fit our lifestyle. And it was affecting my personal health already. It was affecting our time together, time with the kids, even just work-life balance, you know. And so it became a a decision to say, what is the point of this goal? Is it to achieve a black belt or to be a champion? What are we doing here? Especially when it's costing us so much. Funnily enough, over the holidays, I saw a new thing to get invested in. We were in Boracay. Oh my gosh, ayun na naman po siya. Yes, correct. And uh, <laughs> our friend of ours who was there was like, hey, you should try kiteboarding. And I've always wanted to try kiteboarding. And so I went for an hour and a half session and I was flying the giant kites and learned a lot about it. And I was super excited. But after doing that, just walking back, I realized, am I going to make this my lifestyle? Am I going to make this my goal? You know? May dagat ba? Sa buhay mo na malapit para magawa mo to. Exactly. And, and so many of the people that we were watching there in the area. Live there. Live there, diba? Or they spend like, you know, huge amounts of money just to be able to maintain this kind of lifestyle. Which is great for them. The question is, is that what we're going to do? Mm-hmm. And so to focus instead on health over achievements, diba? Or on sus- sustenance. Because if we're healthy financially, we're healthy physically, we're healthy relationally, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, all of those things will be able to achieve. And the achievements will just be, it's a very biblical perspective, instead of an achievement that you aim for, like a machine aiming for a production number, it's a fruit of your life. So if we work on the tree, we work on the roots, the nutrition of the tree, then you will have fruit. 
And that would be the shift for both of us this year. From yes. achievement to health. Diba? Yeah, from siguro para sa akin. goals to improving the self. Ang ano ko naman dyan, yung words ko for that, which I also included in my vlog. So if you want to watch that, it's like a, a couple of vlogs ago. <laughs> so just go on my channel, Rika Perilejo Bonifacio. But I did say there that always remember it is the self over the goals. Yep. Like, if you feel like something is complaining inside of you, don't ignore that just because you wrote something down on your notebook in the beginning of the year, diba? Yeah. It's not worth it. Pangalawa, sabi ko na, is the goal a guide or a god na? Yeah. So you have to differentiate. Does it rule everything about you? Then that that must be a lord of your life already if that's the case. Then the third thing is that it's still great to have goals. Don't get us wrong, okay? I'm, we're not saying don't make goals at all. Yeah, these aren't like mutually exclusive mm-hmm. things. We're just saying like if the slider or the spectrum oh, was more oh. on that end, we're sliding it back a little to the other side. Yeah, so um, I think goals are still amazing, but they should be direction setters and not slave drivers. Those are the three things I included in my vlog and I might as well repeat it here because more often than not, we attract people who are like us, <laughs> who are very extreme, who are like type A kind of people. And this kind of leads us to the next point. Right. It's connected. The second one is from listening to sayings to listening to the body. So what do you mean by saying? Sayings like words. Yeah. And you know, what we've noticed for ourselves, because we both like to read and we both like to learn and we both like grab information wherever we can. We have the tendency, myself particularly, to be sayings heavy, to base it on quotes and words and things we've gotten from other people. Uh, and say, oh, this won't work anymore because this is the rule. You know, you're finding a rule that's written down somewhere that someone told you sometime and you're making that the basis for your decision making. Yeah, I think I said the two of us are like intellectuals. So we like theoretical stuff. Yeah. We like philosophical stuff. So anything written, any based on an idea, an amazing idea, mabilis kami mabentahan dyan. So for example, <laughs> when you're married as a couple, you should date every week. We've used that example yan, several yan, times in this podcast. Uh-oh. And so it was like, we must, you know, we must date every week. My brother, David, has this really great shorthand for this. And this is what drives him nuts. And if you talk to him, he's a very singular personality. I highly recommend following him on Twitter or on Instagram. He's just a, I love his view of the world. I don't always agree, but I'm thankful for his view of the world in my life. And how many of us know that we can love somebody without completely agreeing with everything that they do, right? Oh, yeah. Anyway. But David says people don't know how to have common sense a lot of the time. And he has these three Ps that override our common sense, that override our... And he calls them policies... Uh-huh. prophecies and personalities uh-uh. and he says he's just so fed up in, in his world no? in the business world and tech and all kinds of stuff uh, venture capitalism that he helps in he's so fed up with like non-thinking people who aren't thinking because of number one policy so you're looking at a phenomenon you're looking at a, a team member who's not performing pe- sales aren't being met the bottom line is red not black and when you're trying to make change the response to you is yeah but didn't John Maxwell say in this book or isn't this our policy? Parang, huh? I'm pointing out to you we're falling off a financial cliff and your reason for going is because you it's heard... John Maxwell. It, yeah, some, who's not even in the car <laughs> with us, diba? So that's one. The other one is prophecies, which is like a spiritualized version of policies. So to take Bible verses out of context and to make them rules when they were never meant to be rules and to not go for the heart of the matter, which mm-hmm. is, are you loving God, loving mm-hmm. others more? And the third is personalities. 
And even we could be like that to people, right? Oh, Joe and Carla said this, so I'm going to do that. Well, that's not what God's telling you. Is that what's going on in your life? And the balance for us is from listening to sayings is listening to the body. Mm-hmm. Won't you explain that one? Because you mas naka-aral nito sa atin. I think you've heard it on the podcast over and over how one major book that changed my life was The Body Keeps the Score. Basically, if you read that book, all it's saying is that the body is important. Mm-hmm. What it feels and how it reacts and how it stores all of the memories, the experiences that we do experience in life are all important and they matter in our overall life. And what it made me realize reading that book was that how there was an entire generation of thinking that includes us, emotions are bad. That when you feel stuff, that's only secondary or even, you know, you could neglect that. And you must override your natural impulse. Yes, because the intellect, the reasoning capacity within ourselves is always better than that. And if you go ahead and study these things like... As in hardcore study, I'm not even talking about just searching stuff on the internet. But if you talk to psychiatrists, psychology in those fields, in the field of science, they would give you tests and uh, ano ba to? Parang mga, mga, yung years na, years. What do you call that? Like when you test something? Longitudinal studies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They would have studies of people. Which just means long And studies. brains that show how the body can store trauma. The body is actually, and even biblically, ito yung na-realize ko na God's will for us is not that we would just be able to reason and reason well, no? That's also important. So yeah, again, no, we're yeah. not saying that the intellect is like passe, hindi na yan. Or I want chicharron, I must always eat chicharron. Oh, hindi. We're not saying that given to all of what you feel, no? But I do realize now that God's will for us is to be integrated. Yeah. Like our entire being, which includes our emotions, our heart, our feelings, and not only the mind or the reasoning or yun nga, yung mga sayings na memorize natin, dapat integrated, meaning they must agree. Yeah. And sometimes kasi we, again, no, we forget the whole body part because we were made to think na, you know, feelings are actually bad. Mm-hmm. But they're not. Mm-hmm. If you study pain, pain is actually a good thing because yeah. it's a warning system. Yeah. Science will tell you this. Doctors will tell you this. You know this. That when you experience pain, something is wrong. Yeah. Otherwise, you wouldn't stop doing what you're doing yeah. because there is no pain, right? Yeah. So pain is good in that sense. It hurts, yes, it's painful, but it is good because at least yung warning system mo sa buhay ay gumagana pa. And yeah. it goes for everything, ha? not only like physically na nasugatan ka, or not only in those medical terms, you know, but even like the way we feel yeah. as in deep inside our emotions, if there is pain in there, that's actually, and I said it on the podcast before, triggers are our friends yeah. because they lead us to the root of the problem. Yeah. So th- I think that's basically what we were discovering in 2022 because both of us are like very headstrong. Like Carl and I could be like, disembodied brains in a jar. <laughs> like we would have a very fruitful existence. Oh my gosh, can somebody make an artwork of we that? We would have a very fruitful existence before like that. Or we thought we were like that and that's why we would incur. Yeah, you know, actually a lot of people think that we are that way. And then- And we did. We did. Yeah. But even other people, kung sabihin nila na very headstrong sila, wala silang nararamdaman, 
ano eh, pain finds its way. Yeah, and you're in denial. You're just building up for that swing back. Eh, that parang, okay. And I think I like what you said about God wants it and biblically because I think there's two important distinctions in the Bible that might be keeping us from getting there. Mm. And we had to study this also to get over it. Number one, you said integration, and I love that because we have to accept that this whole mind versus emotions is not a biblical way of understanding the human person. Mm-hmm. Instead, the human person, if you look at it, when it talks about your heart, parang trust in the Lord with all your heart, that's logic and emotions. So it's your inner man. It's your inner person. And that's what God wants to transform. That's a sermon I'm working on, if you can tell. Uh, that's what God wants to, to work on. And that's why it's important for us to bring not just our mind, but our inner person to God. But even the emotions. Not to say, Lord, I'm not sad. I'm not. No, if you're mad, that's yeah. what he will transform. Second thing is so that the first one is the inner person, not just separating mind, emotions, will, blah, blah, blah. But all of that is part of your inner person. Secondly, this mindset that the body is inherently bad. And that's because we use the word flesh to determine the sinful nature. And I think theologically, when you talk to theologians and you study what the Bible says about it, that's used differently. There is a fleshly sinful nature, but that doesn't mean that's confined just to the body. And that's the problem with the religious mindset that makes only the physical the sinful parts, as if you can't sin in your mind. Yeah. Because your sinful nature includes self-righteousness, pride, envy, jealousy. That's not in your body. That's in your mind. That's still part of your old fleshly nature. So because of that misunderstanding of what the Bible says, we're often trained in religious circles, in Christian circles, to disregard what the body says. Mm -hmm. Instead of just pray to God about it. So I was talking to a friend about this and he said, here's an example. Someone says, I feel worthless. I feel bad. And then the response to you is, I'm lion. Uh, just rebuke it. Uh, renounce it. And God will give you the, you know, here's a Bible verse to meditate on instead. But a more loving way to respond to that, still give the Bible verse, but to say, why do you feel that way? Where do you feel that way? Where does that come from? Uh, everything. And it has transformed my life and other people and the way I help other people talking about, you know, I, I hate my parents, I'm wrestling with porn, I feel worthless, whatever. Why? What's going on? Where's the need coming from? Where do you feel like you need to do this? And then pay attention to that and you watch what God does in them. Yeah, I think we can go on and on on this point. no? Because one of the major realizations also that kind of like started me on this uh, train of thought na the body pala is not bad was also, you know, it, it, it has been a question for the longest time in my head. Eh. Now, when I would read about Jesus' miracles, mm. he would say, I forgive you mm. and this man is going to be healed. Yeah. From, and, walk, yeah. f- and I'm not talking about just heal from the mind and the, mm-hmm. the emotions, no? Kasi pag inisip mo, forgive, so is that like, He's healing this person from like, like a, an emotional pain. Yeah. Diba? And then this person can suddenly walk. Mm-hmm. So, gumaling siya in the body. Yeah. Like, hindi siya nakakalakad before this. Ngayon, yeah. nakakalakad na siya nung na-forgive siya. And, you know, as I would study more and more about this, there's really, you know, the apparent an integration, at least in the Bible, of the body and the heart. Yeah. Diba? Whatever nga you store in your heart, you're going to speak it, you're gonna, you're gonna act, act yeah, it yeah. out. Diba? It's always from the inside to outside. There's always that relationship of in and out, yeah. out and in. And very important distinction, when we say listen to the body, 
we're not saying because the body knows everything. The yes. body's infallible. No, no, it 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 needs saving. No, it needs redemption. But unless you listen and hear about what's really going on in your heart, what you're really wrestling with, you're not inviting God to transform the deepest part of you. So when we say listen, it's like everything else. Listen to your parents, listen to the news, listen to social media, listen to your body, listen to your friends, your spouse, listen to your body, and then bring all of these to God and say, Lord, what will you do with this? Because here's what happens. You hear a saying, you're supposed to serve and lay your life down. Nagkakasakit ka na, nasistress ka na, nag-aaway na kayong mag-asawa, pero ang alam mo lang, sabi kasi dyan na kailangan kong mag-serve yeah, hanggang mamatay ako. Perfect example. Oo. Not listening to the body. Nagkakasakit ka na eh. Inaantok ka na. Diba? Pakinggan mo yan. Some people, uh, ikaw, love, diba? Workout ng workout. Nagre-reklamo na yung body mo. Pinilit mo. Ayun, na-injure lalo. Injure rin. <laughs> uh-uh. So, that's what we mean by listening to the body. Yeah, and I think kaya namin sinasabing shift, no? Kasi mas on the other end nga kami. So, kung hindi naman kayo ganon, you're somebody who's like used to listening to your body, then you don't need the shift. But for people like us, we really need to, to understand that, you know, the body is not bad. In fact, God can use it for good. And last na lang, I read it somewhere, na parang the value of the flesh mm. is embedded in the incarnation. Mm. Yes, very good. And, you know, I feel like it must be heard by people who are like us na ma-ideas, ma-philosophy, diba na there's a certain way to do things. And then you realize that, you know, If the flesh is not important, then God wouldn't have entered this world yeah. in the fleshly form. So, yeah, so the transformation, the redemption is of everything, the whole person, the all of creation. Correct. That's ah, exciting. After almost three years of learning online, kids are now back to school with limited face-to-face classes. With the pandemic going on, the unclean environment and today's seasonal changes, vitamin C may not be enough to keep your kids healthy as 70% of our body's immunity actually comes from the gut. Make sure your children are protected from bad bacteria by giving them Erciflora Kitty. It helps restore gut balance and helps strengthen gut immunity. If you guys want to know more about Erciflora Kitty, you can visit their website www.erciflora.com en-ph or their Facebook page www.facebook.com slash Philippines. Dahil ang batang matatag, hindi sakitin. Basta probiotics, Erciflora Kitty. Mahalagang paalala, ang Erciflora Kitty ay hindi gamot at hindi dapat gamitin pang gamot sa anumang uri ng sakit. Okay, next point. Uh, the shift from being more exclusive to more inclusive. Nako, okay. Again, I think this is more personal to us. We, Carl and I are very exclusive people. In the sense that we we have a lot going on, so we're happy to cut. <laughs> you know, we're happy, excited to to cut things uh, from our life. And part of the what drove that for me specifically was I would look for a rule for cutting. You know, it's like uh, okay, cut out everybody from this part of town. Well, not not like that, no. but generally, with so much going on, I just wanted to have a rule for that. And a big part of what drove that for me was control. I wanted to be in control of my day of my schedule. I didn't like unpredictability. I didn't like spontaneity. And so, I wanted to have a rule to say, I can safely disregard these things. And to be more inclusive means to be more open to what God is doing in different parts of the world, different parts of my life, and really live a life with margin. 
that allows for things like that. I remember, sweetheart, uh, 15 years ago, I was studying in the States with a good friend of ours, Ryan. And one of the books we read that convicted me was about how Jesus let himself get interrupted so many times in his ministry, where some of his greatest teachings or, 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 or miracles were things prompted by interruptions. And you know me, I'm not the guy who likes interruptions. <laughs> so just there, learning last year to take a break, to take a step back. Some of you heard it on the podcast that I've resigned from uh, my previous job. So to be able to t- have more margin and, and people have commented, friends have commented na, grabe nakikita na kita ngayon. Alam mo yun, pag gusto ko mag-set sa'yo, nakaset ka agad. Alam, dati, ilang buwan, ilang linggo, hindi talaga nangyayari. And now to, because of that, I'm more inclusive of things in my life. Yeah, I think just to add, no, I think that's us. Yes, yeah. you're correct. But also, this is a human tendency wherein, you know, we draw to each other because of the things that we both like, mm-hmm. our commonalities. But if we're not careful, our commonalities can become clubs. Yeah. And when they become clubs, you kind of like exclude everybody else that doesn't kind of feel like they belong to yeah. your club. And what does that produce in us? But arrogance, right? Arrogance, pride na hindi ka kasi parang katulad namin eh, di ba? And you know, I'm not here to say that everybody must, you know, look alike and you should change who you are because yung mga pumapasok ay hindi parang ikaw. All I'm saying is that we have to be very, very careful about thinking that who we are is the prime example. Yep. That this is the way to be in whatever field, di ba? Um, kahit sa school naman may yeah. ganito, di ba? Well, political Bata ka pa lang, meron ng ganito eh. Oo, political convictions. Or lifestyle choices, di ba? Correct. Why does it have to be, ito na agad yung tama? Oo. Na, oh, pwede mo namang sabihin na ito yung tama para sa akin. Pero I think we should be slower to say na this is the same for all. That everyone must have this as the prime example in their life. Can I make a request? Like mm. a plea? No. One of the most common sources of Christian arguments online mm. and in person, I guess. Uh, and I believe it's a stumbling block to people who don't know Jesus. Mm-hmm. Is yes. this. Yeah. Is True. Christians taking something that just because magkaiba ng konti. Now, I'm not talking about heresy. I'm not talking about rejecting Jesus. I'm not talking about excusing outright sin and saying it's not a sin. I'm with you on that. I'm completely with you on that. The bisexual immorality is wrong. Drunkenness is a sin. Game, let's stand on that. Jesus is the only way. Game, let's stand on that. But so many Christians get so dogmatic and annoying over really what are non-essential. Biblically, it's not a, it's not a deal breaker. And we make it a deal breaker. And, and that's, that's terrible. Yeah, and I think it's a possession of the heart then. Eh, yeah, like, true. Okay, confession time, no? Before, I would see people who wear two-piece, who drink, who cuss as like people who need to be changed and reformed because, because they're like beneath mo. us, di ba? Kasi we don't do that anymore. Yun yung sinasabi kong klase ng attitude that it fosters in you when you become really exclusive. Whereas if you're inclusive, meaning to say na, Okay, maybe you think that. You still think that, that, you know, they need to be changed, they need to be reformed. But you don't think of yourself any better than them in that, you know, you have your own flaws. And maybe this person is just really used to this kind of culture as I was. Yeah. I mean, like, I was like that before. Parang, how easy to forget naman na I came from that kind of thing also. No? So, I think 
just be careful of that exclusive exclusivity exclusivity be inclusive with that pronunciation Yes, oh, so hindi pwedeng ano ha, inclusive lang kayo, dapat lahat pwede. Char. So, yung exclusivity na yon, ingatan lang natin that it would turn us into people who are arrogant, prideful, and who are uh what do you call that? Parang we feel like we are the standard. That like makes said, a standard a out of, of our, out, out of ourselves. Like you said, guys, a matter of the heart. A very important book uh, in my life that's helped me a lot is the book Stop Taking Sides. Uh-huh. by our friend, a uh, good friend of mine, Adam Mabry, who's a pastor in Every Nation in Boston. And uh, he has a chapter on exclusivity and inclusivity mm-hmm. and how some Christians yeah. need to be more exclusive and some need to be more inclusive. And uh, yeah, highly recommend that book. It's available on Kindle. Uh, Stop Taking Sides by Adam Mabry. Okay, next point. Fourth one. From how much I do for God to how much God loves me. Mm-hmm. Pretty self-explanatory, I think. Yeah. I think matagal naman na pinag-uusapan to na parang uh, if you're performance driven and yep. I think that's something that you have to watch out for in yourself if you're some if you're people pleaser or if you feel like you've, you've taken your identity in serving others diba you really have the tendency of like thinking of how you should please God more than how he loves you yeah um to me the shift happened like external to internal So, growing in ministry, my first sermon, when I preached when I was 15, so like, what, almost, how old, what is it, 25 years ago almost, mm. I was so, here's what you have to do. You got to do this, 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 you know, and and I, if, I, if I track the, the growth, like the general direction through the years, that's lessened. There's still a lot, you know, there's still a lot of that. But the overwhelming emphasis, I, I hope is here's how much God has done for us and how much he loves us. Because, and this is from understanding the Bible, that the more you see that, the more the things I have to do come out. So that's how I began to minister already. So, you know, the past five, six, seven years, that's how my ministry is. But I wasn't like that put into myself, you know? So I'm I'm still like, I gotta tell them how much God loves them. You know, like (laughs) it's still driving me and, 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 and animating me that way. And what helped a lot is in the years when we were wrestling with your mental health recently, we've talked a lot about it on the podcast, it's in our book. Instead of focusing on how I have to love Carla now, I would say, Lord, how much do you love me? So I would say, God, I'm so mad. I'm so tired. This is so unfair, blah, 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 blah. Whatever the reason, whatever the thing, Lord, how much do you love me? Lord, remind me again of how much you love me. Lord, I need you to love me right now. I need you to remind me and let me experience it, feel it, remember it. And then, what to do to you? How to talk to Philip? What when All of that just became so much easier. You know, I think it has a lot to do also with the mindset that you shouldn't value yourself or prioritize yourself yeah. and that you should always make others first. Yeah. And, you know, I, I get it. Like, I mean, God really does tell us naman na, Mahalin natin yung ibang tao. Friends, yeah. You live for others, live, lay it down for your friends. Yes, that is correct. But um, I think also if you have had enough reading of the Bible, you'll know that one of the values of God is to let you know how much He loves you. Yeah. And I think that this is also a great starting point. Like this is how He designed us that we would know our value and, and our worth in Him first so that we would work out of an overflow Because if you work out of an overflow, yung umaapo ka lang, di ba? Yeah. Na meron kang 
na merong nagmamahal sa'yo, kaya kaya mong makapagmahal ng iba. Yeah. So parang gano'n sa bangko mo, di ba? Pwede ka magbigay sa iba kasi may pera ka. Merong perang naibigay sa'yo. So I think logical naman yun, no? Na parang face value, maiintindihan mo na mas magandang to work that way than to work from an empty position. Like, na yung gas tank mo, wala nangang, wala nangang laman, takbo ka pa ng takbo, ano kayong mangyayari sa'yo, yeah. di ba? And just to drive the point home, whatever you're facing in life right now, you need to know and remember that God loves you. Are you struggling with sin? And you're, you're condemned? You feel far away from God? This is your nth time to break your own promise to yourself or to God and say, Lord, I did it again. What you need to know is God loves you. You're stressed out with someone in your life and you're like, oh gosh, I hate them so much. God loves you. Anything else? You're, you're tired, you're, you're overwhelmed, you're scared. God loves you. Let that be the foundation. And what will come out of that? Let that, you know, let him guide that. Yeah. I'm, if we go straight to what should I do? What should I do? What should I do? Malina again. Yeah. If you don't stop kasi to mind everything that you're feeling for yourself, you also will not have the time to know that God loves you. And when you don't know that, it becomes, you become resentful eh, yeah. about the things that you do. So, takbo ka lang ng takbo, pagod na pagod ka na, naiinis ka na rin sa lahat ng sinoserve mo. Yeah. Kasi nga, hindi mo naiintindihan kung saan nanggagaling yung binibigay mo. Yeah. Ayun. Okay, next. Uh, from the shift from mission as doing to mission as being. Okay, what do you mean by yeah, that? Yeah, it's kind of vague, no? The mm-hmm. other one was clear. Ito <laughs> parang pang textbook. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. First of all, what do you mean by mission? This is the, the not, but generally there's a school of thought in Christianity where we are people on a mission. You know, mm-hmm. God is a God on a mission of of creating a people to himself, you know, in a world uh, for himself. And that's his mission ever since. And true, diba? And we are part of that mission. Yeah. However, and I I love that. I, I remember learning a lot about this, especially in 2007 and studying this in, in other churches and movements around the world and really embracing it in, in, in the movement of every nation, you know, where, where I worked for so long. And I love that part. However, for someone like me and, and you, used to performing, used to working, mission became, an ex- the expression of mission is doing, right? So I'm, I'm helping the poor. I'm working justice. I'm, I'm reaching the lost. I'm planning events. I'm empowering more people without, while neglecting the mission of being, which is part of my mission is to be where God's called me to be. If you're looking for a, par- or a story in the Bible, it's the Mary Martha story. Right, Martha's on a mission to serve Jesus, doing a lot of things, and she sees Mary sitting there. <laughs> may inis naman ako, di ba? Kung may handa tayo, tasyung kapatid. Kaya marami nakakarelate kay Martha. Eh. No, parang grabe naman talaga to, di ba? Oh, may handa tayo. Pagod-pagod, tapos yung isa umupo-upo lang, oh, di ba? <laughs> and yet Jesus says she's chosen what is better. And so the manifestation for me is if mission is doing, I have to be at work. I have to reach the lost, not just at work. I can do it all over the place, but who I was becoming was already falling apart. I was becoming mean to you. And this is the story of ano, ha? a lot of ministers. Yeah. Now they become the work Yeah. and they forget about the heart because it becomes so much about just the to-do list. Yeah, and who have you become? The, the people closest to you, like you and Philip, were, were terrified of me. You know, um, my family members felt like, oh, I, we can't see him that well. We can't see him that often. Instead of just being and being around people and... um. Letting God, you know, how does God love you? What Now that I know God loves me, what 
does God want me to do right now? And that is the most important mission for me. And I think because we've added so many points on that list of like, what does it look like? We've created like an entire picture of what blessing others. So basically, if you think about what is the mission ba, you're blessed so you can bless others. Yeah. Yan naman talaga yung gusto ni Lord sa atin. Binibigan yeah, yeah. kita, makakapagbigay ka sa iba. Yeah. Again, hearkening back to just the point before it, no, na God loves you so you can love others. And I think we've added so much to that list on how that should look like. Yeah. Na it should look like in this setting with a number, X number of people and you should be talking about this, that is the mission. So anything that falls outside of that becomes like, I, parang I'm not doing the mission of God. Yeah. So you, the tendency is like, you exert more effort, you, you, you try to compensate for the things where, for the, for the areas where you feel like you're lacking. Yeah. Without it being really naman what God is asking for. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like a, it's like a big like. Kasi sabi niya, bless kita, bless mo yung iba. Tapos ang inad ko na, it should look like point number one, ganito. Yeah. Point number two, dapat sa ganitong location. Point number three, sa ganitong oras. Point number four, sa mga ganitong klaseng tao. Yep. Diba na, bakit tayo yung naglalagay nun eh? Yeah. And we're adding up like the work list, the to-do list for ourselves that God did not write for, for us. Actually, I love that you're saying that because five and six mm. kind of bleed into each other. Actually, all the points kind of like bleed to one another. And but it yeah, might be okay. good to say it. Because if we say mission is doing versus mission is being, mm-hmm. what's scary about being is what if we're all being different kinds of things? Not, again, not ungodly, unchrist-like stuff, right? But who you are versus who I am, very different. You know, people, our kids, our friends, very different. And so if I say mission is being, they might end up being different things. And what's wrong with that? Mm-hmm. Which is our sixth shift from pursuing uniformity to celebrating diversity. Mm-hmm. Now, instead of saying, let's all do, 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 and we'll all do, do, do the same things, let's all be who God made us to be and celebrate what that looks like. Mm-hmm. And you, bo- you and I are both like that. But we've had friends, really close people in our lives, people we've mentored, discipled, who have taken a left turn on us. Who have said, I feel like, you know, you've told me God loves me. You've told me to follow him. I feel like he's telling me to do this. And that didn't fit our prescription for them. It was like, ah, no, <laughs> you're going off a different end. And let's be honest, we couldn't celebrate. I couldn't celebrate that for them. It was like, I want to comment. Or I want to comment. And I'm just so sorry for having been that way in the past. And I'm grateful for God... Um, restoring and recently I was catching up with a good friend of mine uh, you know who he is and we were talking about when we were really good friends we were all on the same path we, there was a fork in the road and I did not celebrate the, the turn he took and it's only God's grace that we stayed friends and now we caught up again and it's like I, I was saying I'm so happy for you I'm so proud of you I'm so sorry I wasn't there for you before and grabe ang galing ng talaga ni Lord it doesn't look like anything like what we're doing but so what? It's what God's doing. Yeah, two things I want to add to that. More often than not, I feel like people who are like us are very anxious about things that we don't know anything about or yeah. it doesn't look anything like us. Yeah. We're like anything that falls outside of our clean and clear boundaries will be tagged as wrong yeah. or needs reformation. <laughs> So, parang ganun, ganun kami mag-isip talaga dati. Kaya nga, major shift to sa amin eh. Pangalawang gusto kong sabihin dyan, we always mention this about marriage, but it's applicable to everything else. 
different doesn't mean wrong. Yeah. I mean, like we had to unlearn the thinking that if anyone is looking a bit different from us or a lot different from us, that they are either falling off of the faith or like really bad people or beyond beyond help. Alam mo yon. So, kailangan talaga namin baguhin yung mga puso at ugali namin sa part na yan. Kasi yeah. nga, anything that is different or foreign to us, we immediately target us that couldn't be right. Have you ever thought about what kind of parent or partner you want to be? Or what kind of family you'd want to have? Tara, together with my spouse, Tammy. Together with my husband, Dennis. Pag-usapan natin yan. And let's grow together as parents and partners on, on our, our Parenthood, Parenthood podcast. podcast. In this podcast, we'll talk about principles and practical tips on marriage, parenting, and family life. Listen to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and other podcast streaming platforms. Now back to the episode. I'm gonna tell my friend's story. Um, just to to make it a little okay, more sige, fleshed G. out, fleshed out. No? GG. We grew up together in ministry. Really good friends, enjoying things. We got to college. We went to different colleges, different courses, and he began to make some decisions that I looked at, and other people in in the church youth group with me looked at as questionable. And he he would say this when we were we were out the other last week. He said, "I felt like." People in church wanted me to feel bad for not feeling bad. Yeah. Sabi niya, I prayed about this naman. I prayed. I, I just didn't. I can understand that someone wouldn't want to go there. Wouldn't want to see what I did. But fine. You don't have to. But for me not to feel bad about it. Eh, ganun kami ni Lord eh. Parang nag-pray naman ako. And then, you know, me and other people just kind of like, oh, what happened to him, you know? And then he began to hear comments about himself from us. But not from us directly. But from other people. Na parang, alam mo yan. So he never knows where the comments are coming from. And so that hurt him so much. And he was telling me na, I, I couldn't approach. I couldn't, I didn't know it. Hindi ko na alam kung sino ba talaga yung kaharap ko. And uh, yeah, and that caused him to, to drift uh, in his faith as well. And yet, it's just amazing. I, I, I can't say more. No? That's his story to tell. But how God brought him back with supernaturally, powerfully, and to see where he is now, the, the maturity in his faith, the level of prayer, the level of dedication he and his, his wife have. So he says, Lord, ang galing mo. And kung dati to, I would have been hearing his story and saying, okay, but how is it like mine? Alam mo, like, I would have still yeah, wanted yeah, yeah. A, a place for us to... You know, which is kind of like for me, no, na some things that are different are not naman exactly wrong, no? Yeah. Hindi, hindi naman siya wrong. Different lang talaga siya. But some things are really wrong also. Na yeah, yeah. People will realize later on. But I think what shifted in us is that we're no longer anxious about that. Yeah. Now, even if we see like, you know, y- you guys also probably understand this. You, you're looking at the person and you're thinking, I already know the answer <laughs> to end all of your problems. But this person doesn't see it yet. Yeah. And you really have to be listening to God and saying, God, Maybe this is not your time yeah. for this person to know yet yeah. that what he or she should do for the moment because you're doing something in that person. And I think what's shifted in us is that we're no longer anxious. We're no longer carrying things that are not sup- supposed to be our burden naman anymore. You know, part of why we do that, I know why I do that, is I'm afraid if someone messes up. It's your fault. Not just it's my fault, I won't be strong enough to save them if it gets too far. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, 
if, if it's like saving a drowning person, magpahila ka na habang mala, mababaw Actually, pa lang. Actually, maganda naman din yung pinanggagalingan na parang minsan, nag- nagiging ano na lang siya, masama na lang siya pag obsessive ka na. No, not just that. Who says ba I have to save? Diba? Parang I can keep the relational line connected. And if it gets as deep as it gets, you know, just... That's my tendency. I tend to jump to the end. I want to fix it. Bakit ba kasi ikaw yung solusyon? Yeah. And even like, who knows what God's got going out there. Exactly. Man, as he drifts further away, that's and where God is for him. You know? So I think this shift also is like a major shift in our faith and trust in God kasi. Na, you know, uh, I may think that this is wrong or it may be obviously wrong for you. <laughs> but the shift for me at least no, is that ano ba yan? In the Bible na nga said na his arm is never too short to save. Yeah. So, ano ba ang ano ba ang problema that is beyond the sovereignty of God. Yeah. So for me, kahit malaglag pa tong taong to, ang job ko lang dito is to be on this person's side. Not not saying na kampihan mo siya, kung mali siya, yeah. but to be there. Pag nalaglag siya, pagkakailangan niya ng something, nandun ka pa rin para sa kanya. Yeah. At binibigyan mo siya ng lakas, binibigyan mo siya ng inspirasyon. Um, and yung kung babaguhin siya ni Lord, hindi na yon yung trabaho mo. Mm-hmm. Ang trabaho mo doon, paramdam mo sa kanya yung pagmamahal ni Lord na open lang talaga si God to receive him back kung malaglag man siya pa ulit-ulit. And you know, I really do believe that if you keep doing that for a person, the love of God will come through and they will go back themselves. You don't even need to do it for them. They will do it themselves because God's love is that powerful. Which kind of leads to the last shift. Which is from... Sorry ah, dagdagan ko lang. Oh, sorry. Na isa sa mga bagay din kasi nung nalalaglag tuluyan yung mga kasama natin sa faith is because of our own um, anxiety na we impose upon them like certain rules and how to be. And instead of being able to minister the love of God to them, feeling nila God is like uh, this person na hindi ko ever mapiplease, na hindi ko ever maaabot. Kaya nalalaglag sila. So... Yun din yung ayoko eh, which is why I'm very grateful na nag-shift na tayo kasi feeling ko some of these people have taken God to be somebody who's not forgiving or that would just look at them at a very in a very, you know, judger, judging way kasi ganun tayo sa kanila, yeah. 'di ba? So yun din yung maganda sa shift na nangyari sa amin na ngayon mas open na kami na ihatid sa kanila yung love ni God than yung judgment ni God. Yeah. Which leads to the last thing. Mm. From building organizations to building the kingdom of God. Because what you said, na they might drift away, pero babalik sila kay Lord. Mm. To me though, if I'm honest, a lot of the time, I would have a twinge. Oh yeah. Or a feeling of, bumalik nga, pero hindi naman sa akin. Alam mo yun, <laughs> hindi bumalik sa, pinaginanapang kita, alam mo yun. And, and in, because I'm still counting How does their progress benefit me materially, reputationally, whatever? Because it's your work. It's my work. It's my, it's, it's my investment. Yeah. Diba? And two words from mentors in the past several months have been very helpful. One is Pastor Jojo Henson, mm-hmm. who said, Joe, I don't care what religion or what church they say they're from. If they're in front of me, I will love them and minister to them. And I thought that is just an amazing picture. Diba na, uh, do I have to love you? Are you qualified? Or, no, I'm just gonna love that person regardless of where this goes. And then secondly is uh, Pastor Rice Brooks, the founder of Every Nation, who, you know, just last week we were texting a lot again. He said, my main priority is to preach the gospel to people. I want people to know Jesus. 
If there's more time, I want them to know about the kingdom of God and how they can be involved. And if there's any time left at all, only then will I bring up my specific church or my movement. Because nice. his goal is... That is so good. I want you to meet Jesus. That's it. My, my church, my organization, yeah, yeah, we can talk about that later. But I don't want that to be the lasting impression of our conversation. And so, yeah, that's been a huge thing for me and Carla to be like, what is God doing around? Now, there's a specific place that we're a part of, a specific group that we're building with. But it's not our main thing. That's not what we're leading with. But we're leading with Jesus and the kingdom. Yeah. So, like, even this podcast. Sorry, I keep... Okay lang, okay okay lang. Even this podcast, we were like, ano, do we... We are so grateful. So, we were praying about the direction of this podcast. We're so grateful that we have met all kinds of people. Some of you listening are followers of Jesus. Many of you. A lot. Some of you aren't. You know, some of you aren't sure. <laughs> You're in between. And you know what? We pray that you will continue to listen and that the lasting impression you get is not, I should subscribe to Joe and Carla. I should do it. No, I want to know more about this faith and this relationship with God that they're talking about. Yeah. I think also that this point, no, a shift from, what did you say? Uh, building gods? Building organizations oh, to no. building the kingdom. Building uh, organizations over building God's kingdom. I think it has a lot of impact on the way we see, like, say, concepts of the church. What does the church look like? Yeah. The, does it look like the church that we were used to going for how many years? Yeah. The, is it confined to that? Yeah. that anything less than that? Yeah. If you were only a group of 20 people, would I call that a church? Yeah. I mean, like, nag shift yun sa amin, kasi dati parang 20 lang, niyan church. Diba? Small group, group lang, lang yan. yan. Ganyan. Yung parang, at saka alam mo na merong judgmental tone dun sa, sa pagsabi namin ng ganun. But if you go back to the Bible, what does church look like? I mean, it didn't specify that it should look like uh, the in, inside of this structure with this X number of people, again, no, we're putting... Um, what do you call that? Uh, parang uh, like a face, a look... To, that is more than what the Bible is asking for, actually. I think also the idea that um, serving God or volunteering for God or ministering is Must within look, a yeah. church organization. Yes. And it's been great the past years. Like, God's been showing this to us. There's so much of God's kingdom work being done all the time. Yes. You know, so I hope some of some people might think, oh, I didn't volunteer in the worship team. I didn't volunteer in the ushering ministry. I need to volunteer so I can do ministry. But if you do your job well, that's a that's a ministry. That's the ministry of competence. You know, and we've been blessed to hear testimonies. We were just talking to a friend recently who, who runs a restaurant and this person gave, you know, a 10-day vacation to his staff. Yeah, kasi alam nyo, for the longest time, akala namin talaga nang pagiging kristyano ay dapat may small group ka. Yeah. <laughs> Tapos naglilid ka ng small group. And ka we're noon. not saying that's not a part of it. Good, if yeah, you can I mean, do like, that. Yes, I mean, I still enjoy that. I still think that that should exist, but that's not the only way to be. And that is, I think, the shift, what the shift is all about yeah. for the two of us. Now, is this an option or is this the only way? What is it really? So yeah. when you say you're leading a small group or you belong to a small group, is that the only way to be a Christian? Is that the only way to serve God? Yeah. Or are there many other different ways that we are forgetting to honor in the process? Yeah business people we've talked to who are finding ways to invest their money to to help the poor and the vulnerable uh, and preach the gospel along the way. So, ang dami palang ginagawa ni Lord. Oh, oh. And am I gonna be someone who's gonna be like, yeah, pero hindi akin yan eh. 
hindi ko brand yan. Or am I going to be someone who's going to be like, praise God, thank God for what's going on there. Yeah, and, that's and, another and, thing. And we're not down on church organizations because I think the healthy church organizations and the blessing are the ones that empower their people to do that all over the place. At maraming ganon. Diba? But I pray that we're not limited to just the walls of the church or the organizational events, but to take it wherever uh, we're going. And also, let's acknowledge that that's a human tendency to make a God out of whatever we belong in. Diba? Kanina nga sinabi ko, yung uh, what, what we have, we have the tendency to turn it into a club. Yeah. Diba? First, commonality lang naman. We're common in the things that we like. Mamaya, club na. Mamaya yung club na yun, standard na. Yeah. Diba? So, ingatan lang natin yun kasi lahat tayo may, ano, may tendency to slide that way. And if you look at the Bible, that's really the story of people. God would keep reminding them, Uy, I put you there to bless the world. I'm not saying that you should only put yourselves first and that you you make a club out of yourselves and and think that this is all you're doing. Ganun naman yung story yeah, niya yeah. from the Israelites hanggang sa New Testament, even with the Pharisees. It's always been the sickness in people's hearts na to make a God out of ourselves when really the God is Him. Yep. Diba? We shouldn't be limited in our thinking kasi in the sense na kung ano lang yung nakikita natin, yun lang yung feeling natin na dapat na ginagawa ni God. Tandaan natin, di nga tayo si God. So yung limitasyon natin, malamang hindi niya limitasyon yun. Yeah. As you can tell, we have a lot uh, of thoughts about this and we're very grateful for people who've helped us along this way. And if you want to discuss this more with us, we can, we'll open a question and answer a portal na lang on our uh, IG about yes. this. Yes. And let's see, just write us. We'd love to hear your thoughts on yes. this and discuss this some more. So these are seven shifts that we, Joe and Carter, are going through right now from setting goals to improving the self from listening to sayings to listening to the body, from being more inclusive, exclusive to more inclusive, from focusing on how much I do for God to how much God loves me, from mission as doing to mission as being, from pursuing uniformity to celebrating diversity, and from building organizations to building the kingdom. Now, I have like a homework for you guys if you're up for it. Um, one is you can answer of all the seven, mm-hmm. of all the seven points, which do you think, uh, which one resonates the most? In you, like, what do you think is like the point na, ah, alam mo, akong ako yan. Pareo what you're describing oh, oh. is like, that's just so me and I need to improve in this area. Or if you have something to add to the list, like you yourself, you've seen something in 2022 that has shifted or God wants yes. to shift Uh-oh. in you, please do share because, you know, maybe we're like so different pala in our lists and, you know, we failed to um, include some of them because, you know, this is just the two of us. And now we have shifted into that thinking that this is such a huge world and we are so diverse. And God has created uh, so many different unique human beings in the world that, you know, we cannot possibly know everything that there is to know on earth. Yeah. So exciting uh, to embark on this. This is going to be an exciting 2023, sweetheart. Yes. Let's see where this takes us kung nasa na kami by the end of 2023. But I hope you will still journey with us because we do enjoy journeying with you guys. Yeah. That's it for now. All right. Bye, guys. Happy we'll New Year. have another podcast next week. Hopefully. <laughs>
The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.